Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to Drive Through HR. Uh, it is March 31st, 2020, or as uh, some people are calling it, March 97th, because we're not quite sure what date it is. I am uh, your host, Robin Schooling. My, my co-host, Mike Vandervoort, is unable to join us today as um, he's a he's a, an HR practitioner dealing with with uh, HR stuff uh, at the moment. So it is uh, it is me manning both the studio and the soundboard and the music and having the absolute pleasure to talk to our guest today. So uh, allow me to have our guest introduce himself. Welcome, Jim Weber. Well, hi, Robin. Thank you for having me. I am so thrilled to be here. I am non-essentially at home, uh, staying away <laughs> from everybody like I'm supposed to uh, here in Seattle. Um, I am a former employment lawyer, still uh, licensed to practice, but I do training, investigations, and try to keep out of trouble. And I also write the blog, Evil Skippy at Work. That's by day and at night. I do stand-up comedy all over Seattle and try to make people laugh at me. Yes, and and right. um, <laughs> I've watched snippets of, of of some of the stand-up comedy, so I just think that is. <laughs> I, I just I just love the transition that you did to this, and and at the end of the show, we'll we'll let folks know how to get in touch with you as well. But um, Super. you know, evil evil Skippy says your other nom de plume yeah. on on Twitter, um, which links back to your blog, is um, yeah. has long been just one of my. One of my favorites for for the longest oh, time. Oh, thank you. Yeah, long so, time fan, right? First time call. <laughs> yep. Yep. And and yeah, incognito even on on the blog. Kind of, yeah, yeah. With the pencil drawing, yeah, mustache, awesome. and everything. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we are, of course, in uh, in countdown, and we were we were kind of talking about this in the pre-show. Um, the day that each of us and each of our listeners consider this to be is is somewhat dependent upon location. It's somewhat dependent mm-hmm. upon what your state or municipality has decided to do in terms of stay-at-home orders or uh, lockdown um, sort of things. Yeah. And uh, I am on, uh, so in Louisiana, let me think now, we are on day... I guess maybe 10, 12, yeah, <laughs> I can't even yeah, recall, yeah. of stay at home. But you are in the Seattle area, so you've been yeah. right at the forefront. We were. Um, I have some friends. They're actually going closing out on close to a month because they had some, you know, deeper health problems and were, you know, isolating for sure not to be mm. exposed. But a lot of us, it's been, you know, going on two and a half, three weeks now. Um, I personally, it's been – 
two weeks and a day uh, that I haven't gone out except for like grocery store and stuff. Uh, yeah. It just, it, it happened so quick and so fast. And it, it's so weird watching it kind of roll across the country and people saying the yes. same things we said, like, well, is this really necessary to, oh my gosh. So it's, yeah. um, I guess it's human nature to think that we're safe and it isn't going to happen to us, but it's happening and it's going on right now. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the, um, it, it is kind of fascinating to kind of see that how things kind of rolled out in, in, in waves. Um, yeah. So I'm, you know, middle of the country, you know, Louisiana. And although, and we were, uh, we were fairly, our governor was fairly aggressive um, and kind mm-hmm. of got some grief because he, he took some action <laughs> fairly early on. But, yeah. um you know, when he did that, when he started having those conversations, I was simultaneously having conversations with HR professionals in 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 town here in the area, and it wasn't even on their radar. They hadn't even right. considered what could happen, what might this mean for my business. Um, well, what do you mean? It's going to be nothing. Of course we're going to be open. Um, and yeah. I said, no, no, no. Um because yeah, we yeah. we work with clients in um, uh, across the country, so we had clients in the Bay Area, for example, that you know two weeks before had a, yeah. two three weeks before had already put things into place, and and so I was like exactly. kind of sounding the drumbeat locally, yeah. And I had I had folks look at me like I had three heads. <laughs> with, yeah. This is coming, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Start preparing. Knows you only have two heads. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, oh. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. you know well, it's, it's been a yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh oh, pause. I know the similarity too that people that don't know healthcare workers they kind of think is it that bad? But my daughter works in healthcare and just hearing what's happening right now in the hospitals and doctors' offices is mm. like, whoa! I think people just don't have an idea of how bad it already is. Anyway, yeah. Boom! Yeah. Boom! <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wild and. And you know, there's there's just such a from that the, from the HR side of things, um, yeah. you know, it, HR it folks in the at, at the forefront. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. and and yeah. just um, just the changing. Not it's not even day to day. It's like hour to hour because some of the yeah um, you know the the FFCRA and things like that. You know, okay, it's announced and then it. A little piece comes out in piecemeal, and then some FAQ documents come out one day, and then it's another three days before the posters come out, and then there's, yeah. you know, waiting and for clarification. Can... And yeah, it, it's you still know uh, what to do. You know, wear yeah. a mask, don't wear a mask. I mean, the safety information gets different. The information, I mean, it's almost impossible to stay totally up to date. You can only do your best, yeah. but. Our poor HR people, they're already doing so many things right now that then just adding all this other – I'm, I'm right. surprised they're not all looking for therapists already. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they must be going crazy. I mean, where do you go for yeah. help? Where do you go for information yeah. about something that's never happened before? Yeah. Yeah. And and I do have to say there's, you know, there's really – of all, the, of all the, the chaos and the turmoil that has happened or is yet to happen – um there are some good good things coming to the forefront and 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 in particular i see sort of this strengthening of 
uh, and I'm talking HR specifically, but it's happening in sure. other realms as well, but this strengthening of HR community yeah. Um, yeah. and sharing. And there's, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm in just about every HR-themed Facebook group known to man, but yeah. um, the the uh, willingness, and it always was there to some degree, but it, it's like in hyperdrive now of people. Yeah that are asking questions and their peers are coming in with, here's what we did, here's yeah. a suggestion, let me share this form with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's, in, that's in hyperdrive, hyperdrive. Well, but yeah, yeah. Well, the other managers, other leaders want HR now. They're trying to talk to them instead of trying to avoid yeah. them because they know they're in trouble. I mean, HR for years, yeah. we want a seat at the table. We want a seat at the table. So, well, okay, you've got the whole restaurant at your disposal now, and they're all yes. listening to you, so here's your chance. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's crazy. And, and you know, the work goes on. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's we're going to be talking about this for a long, long time, I think, years to come, how it changes. I oh, mean, yeah. Telecommuting. I mean, HR people that used to say, "Oh, there's no way this job can be done at home," are now telling yep. the people, "You have to do it at home." Yep. Um, hiring's going on. I've actually participated in some job interviews recently, and it's just crazy doing virtual job interviews during a pandemic <laughs> because people are asking, "What are you planning to do at work?" I'm like, "Well, I guess cough into my elbow." Um, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's surreal. I mean, I. My yeah. training business has been, you know, going down. I've seen online competition, so I luckily had my, you know, feelers out already before this hit because right. I don't know about others, but I, I'm a consultant, and all of my training, all of my work, everything vanished. I have nothing on the calendars for mm. six months, and it had already been mm. slow. And so I toyed with until I go back and work for, you know, a company. So right. I had interviews, and oh, my gosh, I mean, I <laughs> I had one say, as a high-risk person, are you afraid of catching it? And then they paused and said, I can't ask that during an interview, can I? I went, no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you ask me, thank well, you. Send the settlement check to Evil Skippy. <laughs> that's how I find it. And, you know, and that's, you know, when we talked about, about getting you on to, to do the show, it was <laughs> it was really around those sorts of things because this is – this has been your wheelhouse with with your with yeah. your training uh, and and your consulting for a long time uh, oh, around yeah. harassment, discrimination, and, and things of that nature. So yeah. here we've got um, here we've got. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use the name Karen, right? Karen, the HR manager, um, <laughs> who who has resisted or her her leadership team has resisted having remote workers for years. And here in the last two weeks, not only did did they decide that, uh, yes, 200 people can safely go and, and work, work from home, but they're going to do so immediately. And so, boom, Karen oh. had to create like, – I just love the name Karen. Karen had to create, <laughs> um, you know, a work-from-home policy, and the IT department had to get all these laptops imaged and whatnot, and – um, and they 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 send everybody off without any any of the things that normally would happen, which is how are we yeah. going to prepare people to work from home? How are yeah. we going to prepare our managers to lead them yeah. when they're remote? Yeah. Boom, they're in it. Um, so what you know, and 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 they haven't had time to really think about it. it yeah. Was just do it. Here you go. So. Yeah, you know, it got us when when we were kind of having our side conversation the other week of talking about, 
here's um, the the work of HR doesn't stop. So how does her, how does what are the pitfalls that that HR person, <laughs> that Karen, needs to watch out for, yeah. and how does she stay on uh, top of making sure there's not harassment going on of oh any. Any sort of nature. I love that her name is Karen, first of all. Um, yes. Can her middle name be Pam? Because all the HR people I know, they're named Pam. So Karen, Pam. Um, Karen, <laughs> man, first of all, poor Karen. Let's have a moment. You know, she's not a nurse. She's not a healthcare worker, but she's still stressed out today. So Karen needs to, yep. you know, pat herself or himself on the back. Um, you know, I, I, I was talking to an HR person the other day, and they were saying, well, at least now that everybody's working at home, there can't be any harassment. And I laughed huh. out loud so loud, I think she had to get mm-hmm. a hearing exam afterwards. So I went, are you kidding me? All it means now is now they can't touch each other. <laughs> you know, right, right. Physical touch and case. Um, but I've already gotten crazy. I, I, I think the first thing I would tell Karen is remember to breathe. And no matter yeah. what happens, you always have two seconds before you have to respond, so you don't have to faint. You can inhale yeah. and think about it. But I had an HR person ask me today um, if it would be harassment if an employee called and said that their dog was bothering them. <laughs> I'm not making this up. They, were, they said, I am now, this is my workplace, and my dog is not leaving me alone. What can I do? And they said that that with that they asked if that that one is way down on the stupidity scale, but I've had yeah. weird ones before. And the thing is, you just have to listen to what they say and respond reasonably. Just pretend like it's happening in the office next door. It's not happening at home, yeah. and don't make it harder than it is because it's all the same stuff. I mean, the, yeah. the law of harassment hasn't changed. It's just the opportunity and the methods. People just have to be more creative. We're back to social media and texting. You know, right. it's going to be a lot of that. I mean, if I was an HR right. person, I'd be thrilled because now the evidence will be there. We'll have a we'll have an electronic trail of right. all the communications. Don't have to hire an investigator. It's all right there. But you, it's it's the same thing I tell people all the time. You have to listen. If an employee has a complaint, listen to them. Say something nice to them. Don't make any promises. And then, in the quiet of your own brain, after you're not talking to them anymore and you're not working in the same office now, you could get some privacy, then decide yeah. what to do. You know, yeah. non-committal, I hear you. Tell me what's happening. What would you like me to do? I'm so sorry that you have to complain to me, but let me get some information and get back to you. And then mm-hmm. get off the communication and think about what to do and remember to get back to them. But it can happen. The only thing now is they just can't grab them in person. They have to right. do it electronically, digitally. Well, and, the and, and I I see it, um, you know, not right now, but depending upon how how long this extends for, because people are people, and people are often yeah. not using their best judgment in the workplace. Yeah. Um, so I'm envisioning yeah. I'm envisioning hearing tales of, you know, down the road of ooh woo, we all of a sudden are all on you know using Zoom to talk with our yeah. coworkers. And we're going to have somebody, you know, exposing themselves to a oh, coworker or something. It probably yeah. has already I mean, happened, I'm sure. Well, and there'll be the ones with the quote, oh, I accidentally exposed myself. Right. It's like, well, why weren't you wearing any pants whatsoever during the meeting? Did right. you have to stand up and stretch, you know? Um, right. <laughs> right. So you know, those, those are there. And it's, it, there's going to be that kind of case for sure, but it's going to be easy to deal with. You report it, yeah, and 
you know, it's not screenshot it. it. It's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. I, it's, yeah. it's, I, you know what? One thing I did hear that was, you know, when we think of harassment, we don't want to forget discrimination either. And a lot of HR yeah. people wanted to do the right thing. And I've heard stories when they said, certain people have to stay home and they said, Oh, you're older, you stay home. Well, it was a high risk group and that I understand the motive, but if you're deciding who to send home and who not, well, maybe the younger people want to be the ones to go home. Maybe the old, were those being made on age? I can see those things coming up later. You know, when you return people to work, how are you going to do it? You know, you're going to have to do it without thinking of the protected classes, but safety, I mean, Right. The general safety rule is going to be here, and I don't think employers should get themselves too worked up about unknowns, but remember the general rule of you have to protect your employees from hazards that are known to you. And so, right. if, you know, if you need to send people home because it's a known hazard, you do, but don't, you can't know everything, so try not to stress yourself out. That wasn't like scientific advice. That was just emotional advice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and and um, I, was, I had a conversation the other day um, where, um, where 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 uh, someone said, you know, and again, kind of looking to that future of okay, maybe we've maybe we've furloughed folks, and um, you know, down the road, two three months, whatever, um, hopefully sooner, but you know, down the road, we're bringing folks back. Um, yeah, have a plan for how yeah. and who. And what positions you're going to bring back? Because if you can't bring everybody back at once, because you're kind of doing a slow ramp ramp up, um, what is that? It's kind of like when you're doing a layoff, and you're kind of doing some yeah. some thoughtful testing and making sure you're not having any sort of disparate impact or anything like that. Yeah. But if you're if you're bringing back a seniority, so let's say you use seniority as the okay, um, everybody's got the same job, and we're we're going to bring back as we ramp up on seniority. Are you potentially, you know, so here's another lens to look at it through, because that often seems like, well, that's the safest, but um, are you potentially destroying any, any, um, any, any uh, improvements that you've made around diversity and inclusion efforts? Perhaps your newer employees are, are more diverse or, you know, um, greater representation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially if you'd had problems before and done that, um, you know, and then, and then you fixed it and now it's better, you could end up putting yourself backwards 10 Back years from the... what you've tried to improve from diversity. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, here, the, fear, the fear I have for the returns, and this I see during layoffs too, and this I would caution companies right now before it starts happening is, remember when you are bringing people back, don't bring this, don't use this situation, this process, to replace the discipline and corrective action you should have been yeah. doing before yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, this person should have been disciplined or on a corrective action plan but wasn't. I don't want them back because they're not a good yeah. worker. If you can't – if it's not all already, you know, already in the file because of the evaluations or whatnot showing that this was already something in progress, don't right. start doing it now because – I, I can guarantee you you're going to pick the wrong person <laughs> and they're going uh-huh. to have a great discrimination claim. Even if your heart's in the right place, you've got to put your brain in the right place too. Right. And every decision has to be made without regard to those protected categories 
period. Um, yeah. And, you know, it includes age and includes all of them. It's going to be hard to do because supervisors are going to want to bring back their most efficient worker no matter what. Right. But, right. but some supervisors, their most efficient worker is the one that tricked them into thinking they were the most efficient. I mean, they're not necessarily, you know, it, it depends on the supervisor and how good they were supervising. We're dealing with people, and there's so many variables involved. Mm-hmm. I would just tell my HR people, look everything over, think, think, think. I think if more people thought, yeah. <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. You get to think. And you, yeah. you can't rely on your you can't rely on your handbook because you're in new territory. You can only rely on yeah. your handbook for the foundation rules, but not for the factors for decision or what what to do here. Um, yeah. Some employees are not going to want to come back, and so HR people are mm-hmm. going to have to take into account people's fear. I'm not going to say paranoia because we don't know what's going on. So I don't think anybody's paranoid. <laughs> um, but some people are going to feel more comfortable about coming back and then when the workplace mm-hmm. does come back some people are going to we're going to have a lot more personality disorders than we had be- well let me rephrase yes that. we're going to have more apparent personality disorders ones that people were coping with before and may not have even known they had are now going to be more pronounced and people are going to yeah. come back different than they were when they left they're going to say yeah. i'm now stronger i mean we're going to see a lot of changes i just don't know what those changes are going to be but yeah I just, I, I hope, I think other things too is companies should be thinking about what tomorrow's headline going to be. And then thinking mm-hmm. of the ones I've seen about big companies like Starbucks, they so quickly mm-hmm. sent everybody home because of safety. It's like, you know what? They could have kept mm-hmm. making money. Everybody wants coffee, but they shut down. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Kind of props, props to them. And I love getting my stuff from Amazon. But, man, they're getting some bad press now when they fired yes. this guy who led the strike in New Today, York. And I yeah. know they're saying, oh, he had problems before, but it's like, you fired the lead person for this nation? I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I yeah. don't know who else did you fire. And I love Amazon, but you've yep. got to think about the PR going forward. And I'm not meaning to pick on yeah. one company or another now, but I'm saying yeah. it's going to be there, and your local people are going to see you. Life Care Center of Kirkland, I bet they're not going to be a health care center a year from now. Uh, I'm not, right, I don't right. need to defame them, but who, who's going to send grandma there now? Um, right. It's, PR is going to be so big now, and if you do the right thing, even though you don't have to, mm-hmm. that's what's going to make employers be good employers now. It's, yep. it's time for employers to say, how, who do I, what employer do I want to be? It's not about capitalism. Yeah, you have to stay in business. Yeah, you have to make money, but are you putting people first? I think I think right. all companies are going to be under that microscope in the future, and I think HR departments are going to be under that microscope in the future. Yes. Were you thinking about people or were you thinking about profit? I see right. pitchforks in the future. Yeah, <laughs> I and, I think, and, 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 and I think within that is um, you can blend the two together. Um, you know, you, you have to think about the two, especially a small, mid-sized business. You're thinking about the two simultaneously because it may be, um, yeah, you're this huge enterprise. You know, you got. I, I don't care what you say. You've got money or you've got cash reserves, whatever. You're a small, mid-sized business, and this is uh, this is a major, major impact. But you know, you might have 40 employees, or 30, or 50, or what, 100. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the business continuity, long-term sustainability is probably, you know, extremely, obviously extremely critical, but how you're treating, again, how you're treating those people, I, I, 
I read something the other day, you know, because we see the bad things. Oh, the 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 yeah. the letter in the mail that Hobby Lobby sent when they finally decided to close and they oh, just sent a letter. Yeah. Um, but oh, then I saw yeah. a small business, small local business, um, family owned, less than you know forty ish employees or so. Um, and they didn't forty people. That's a manageable number of people to contact person to person, over the phone, whatever, yeah. and tell them, hey, we need to yeah. shut down, they sent an email. And there were people oh. that had worked there 20-plus 20, 20 years. And so this oh. person just blasted it out all over the place of, oh, oh my God. I, you know, we can understand, you know, and the, and the person yeah. sort of captured it and said, I can understand business just went away and we knew they were going to yeah. have to do something. But I was there twenty plus years, and I got an email. Yeah, and yeah. there's uh, you know forty people that, that work hurts. at the company. That hurts. Yeah. yeah, hopefully they followed up with a phone call or something. I could see wanting to get an immediate communication out, and I guess the text, the words would matter a lot. But that does seem kind of cold. You yeah. know, and that's the thing: mistake mistakes are going to get made. I mean, some are going to be significant, some aren't. Um, and I think that's the other thing for all of us to remember: is you know what. We we need to be patient with each other. I think the employees, their boss, and vice versa. It's like, mm-hmm. are they trying their best? Um, and and I guess I'm going to say, don't be stupid trying their best. You know, conduct conduct right. says a lot. Because I've seen I've seen people say, you know, in terms of leadership now, well, they're trying their best, but I'm still remembering being told it was a hoax and what. No, I I won't go too far yeah. for saying how far that trust goes, but for the employers and people you know. You know, yeah. I think we need to remember the human connection. And I think if, I mean, human is in human resources. So if they try to remember the human part, I think that will give them a head yeah. start to doing the right thing, regardless of everything else, is yeah. being more humane. I think that will lead to more right decisions. Um, yeah. But it's just so hard to tell. I feel like I'm being all Mr. Pollyanna optimist here. It's not very evil. <laughs> I should slap somebody. <laughs> oh. The slapping uh, will come out at the end, you know. Really, yeah. Um, I, I think right now you it's know, so good, it's so fresh, you know. Yeah, you know, one good thing now, all those people that were they wanted to have their service animal at work and they got that accommodation turned down because you know you couldn't bring a chicken to the workplace. Right now, you can right. have your comfort animal all the time. So there are That's some right. perks to working at home. You know, work, your right. accommodation, your service animal, and all that kind of good stuff. Oh. <laughs> I did. It's okay. going to be, I and, had, it, I, and it will be, uh, it will be interesting to see how the, uh, you know, there's so many things that will change that will change out of this in terms of workplace rules and yeah. you know legislation and things. Yeah. One of my favorite HR people called me this morning because they got a call that one of their employees called with a safety complaint, and then they asked what it was. They said they were afraid that um, they were going to be injured trying to kill their husband if they were locked up with them another day. <laughs> It was not a serious complaint, but it made my day to hear that one. <laughs> Come save my husband. <laughs> oh, that's uh, yeah. The, to what to what degree do we have to determine that um, you know the the home work environment is uh, a safe work environment, right? Well, that's been the HR fear all along. You know, what if they trip over the extension cord? <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, oh. Send out an email and tell everybody they have to stay under the covers the whole day for safety's sake. There we go. There yeah. we go. Well, we yeah. are. Um, oh my gosh, we are wrapping up. This has gone so fast. We're <laughs> down to about two minutes. 
So <laughs> let me ask you a real quick question before we uh, before we let people know where to find you. Um, what has what has been your um, stay at home uh, quarantining snack of choice? And oh. have you been binge watching or binge reading anything? Yes, the both um, Oreo cookies. Oreo cookies. I've eaten way too many Oreo cookies. Um, and, uh, yeah, and the donut place delivers, so there's been some donuts going on. I'm oh. feeling really bad looking out. I can see across the street to the apartment across the way, and somebody's doing calisthenics in their living room, and I hate oh, them. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> they're inspired, but I'm not doing that. Um, my binge, I, I fell under the Tiger King bus, and I watched the oh, whole thing did. in a sitting. Oh, my gosh. It's horribly... It's like a train wreck. Um, so I watched that. I've resisted. Um, yeah. I, you know what? It's, I did too, but, man, it's human nature. It's, think of it as human resources department and watch it going from there. Um, I need to. And uh, <laughs> I hadn't watched this forever. I don't know if I can say this on a podcast. Um, um, I've sure. been watching Binging uh, Shit's Creek. <laughs> with Binging what? With um, the show Shit's Creek. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a sitcom out of camp. It's hysterical. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm binging on that too. So fantastic. And yeah, and music. That's well, let's um here. I need to. Uh, we need to get this uh, get this last bit in here quick. So in about oh, yeah. uh, you know a quick thirty seconds or so, tell our listeners, Jim, where they can find you online. Well, on Twitter, Jim Weber L O L Weber with two B's. That's because of stand up comedy at night or at Evil Skippy says. Um, the blog itself is Evil Skippy at work, um, but for Instagram and Twitter, it's Jim Weber, LOL, and I would love for people to bring me to their conferences or come see my stand-up once the clubs open up again. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm flying out to Washington to watch some stand-up. So All thank right. you so much, right. Jim, right. for joining joining Bobby, me on Drive Through HR, and uh, we are out of here, people. Have a good day. All righty. Hey, bye. Bye. <laughs>